It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Please feel at home, neighbor, as you look around. Browse through my treasures, they're all good and sound. A lifetime of memories are now That once was a pair White satin slippers Now faded and pale There's a book of pressed roses A bridal bouquet And all them gently Garage A broken down cradle Turn like baby blue How well I remember The day it was new Laughter of angels A baby at play Wrap it up Quickly Garage sale today Molly Hagan, you can hear in the background. She is um, just delighted to hear George Jones singing "Garage Sale." Oh God! Aren't you, Molly? So funny. Yes. This... Oh my God! It's well, so, we have it's we so could funny. play the rest of it. It's about a four-minute no. song. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it's, a, it's a little torturous. <laughs> and some garage sales are. You know, sometimes yes. you just you gotta cut your losses and end the garage sale sooner yeah. than sooner than later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you the with the you know the sadness of the song is that people are getting getting rid of their treasures. That they are getting rid of their treasures. Some of them, mm-hmm. you know, mean things to you, and people go through and pick stuff up and kind of throw things down, and and you think to yourself. My God, A, maybe I shouldn't sell that. And B, what what are you doing with my stuff? I know, my <laughs> stuff. Well, my you stuff. know, we were going to play George Carlin's uh, monologue stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that was too long, too. And we, we It was just too much to edit, so we just went with George Jones. 
But anyway, we haven't mentioned your full name for people that are listening. Oh. This is Molly Hagen, actress, writer, producer. Do you want me to read this uh, intro to make it very official before while well, we you know officially bring you on? Why don't we do that? That's a great idea. Okay. I think that's a good idea. So our guest today <laughs> is actor, writer, producer Molly Hagen. If you watch TV or movies, then you know Molly. She has been writing. She has been writing, right? She has been acting for over 30 years and has appeared in such films as Some Kind of Wonderful, Ringmaster, Election, Ask Me Anything, which is our favorite. I wonder why, right? And <laughs> Sully. <laughs> Her TV credits include The Nut House, Herman's Head, Unfabulous, I Zombie, and Jane the Virgin. This year, you have probably seen her in This Is Us, Big Little Lies, Feud, Better Call Saul, and most recently as Kitty Menendez's sister, Joan, in Law & Order True Crime, The Menendez Murders. Recently, Molly made her debut as a writer-producer in The Garage Sale, an interactive film where three stories unfold simultaneously and allow the viewer the option to navigate between stories of the three couples and their customers. And it's a terrific film. It's just it's fantastic, and it's so much fun to, you know, to interact and to, you know, jump around the yard sale, Molly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. So, hi, Molly. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank, Thank you for Thank an you. amazing intro. And um, I'm, I'm so glad that you like the movie. Um, I'm just really, really pleased. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I love it. So I want other people to love it. Yeah. It's it's so much fun because just the, the graphics, when you go to the website and you know you click it on and it starts and these how was how did that happen the graphics who designed that yeah it's just a they come story. down and they crash when you cl- it's just explain that it's hard karen, for us to explain karen sorry well for people who game there's something called <laughs> am i getting this right an interface a gaming mm-hmm. interface where you that's where you're going to interface with the game or in my case, a film. And when we started working with Echo, who had this platform that we use, Echo Studios, um, they, they, we showed them our movie and we wanted to make it interactive. And they said, well, you need to have a, a, a gaming interface. And we were, I was like, well, I don't understand what you mean. They said, you'll need something to guide people in how to, interact with your film and we didn't even think about that we're like what so um josh logan who's the director um just knows so many people and he had asked karen to do karen sorry who ended up doing the graphics he originally asked her to do a one sheet sort of a a poster for it and then when we realized we needed a ton of art (laughs) We were like, you need to help us because we don't even know what we're doing. And she came up with all these fantastic ideas. And she came up with the idea of um, it being more like a theater, you know, because we had things in acts. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's theater curtains. And then, and then she came up with the whole idea of, like, having – are you guys still there? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I, I, these things, uh, someone's beeping on my phone. That's why. Um, uh, <laughs> these drop, like, oh God, what are they called? I'm losing all language. Uh, backdrops. Backdrop. Yeah, like, and to to come down and to start, uh, you know, introducing people to the different characters or you know, who to choose, how to choose. And she came up with right. all these great ideas. And we, and she did this all for free. Wow. That's great. Wow. And it's fantastic. And, and the sound and effects, that, too. Oh, the sound effects are fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love those. But I, just Karen worked, uh, uh, and she had a huge job that she was doing at the time. I can't remember what film she was working on while she was doing this. But she, I mean, she must have worked with us for, I don't know, five, six months, maybe seven months, Mm -hmm. because we would try things, they wouldn't necessarily work, and we had to ask her to go back and, like, maybe do something else, and it was, it was a long time, and she just kept giving us just great stuff, so all that is pure Karen story, and we were so grateful to everything she did, so I'm glad you liked that. Yeah, we loved it. It's such a unique concept. It's just just fun. Thank yeah, you. So much I fun. think I think so too. Um, but yeah, so the the story I'm I'm beginning to understand how to describe it more, like what this story is, and it's really about three couples having a community garage sale, and each couple and each person has something to let go of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have to let go of something, whether it's an actual thing or a bunch of things, like yeah. uh, it, you know, things that you sell at a garage sale, or it's an idea of self, or mm-hmm. it's maybe a relationship, or it's all, all this stuff. And I started going, "Hey, this, you know, there really is a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> there really is. Yeah. People yeah. have to let go of stuff." Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I mean, and no, if you if you watch, I had to watch it more than once because you get something out of it each time you watch it because there's so much going on. Um, yeah, you know, there's the background and then in the forefront. But so when I first watched it, I stayed with one with one couple. It was just too yeah. much. I said, let me just stick with one couple. And then the second time I watched it, I started playing around and switching, switching around. And then, but you pick up something new every time you watch it. And, yeah, uh, and I think that's the fun of it. But I too watch it one couple at a time because it oh, is too okay. much. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very, it's very confusing. Your head can explode, but it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you start to fill in the blanks. Because you're like, well, why are they so upset about that? And then if you yeah. watch it another time and follow a different time, oh, because this happened. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Well, how well, many speaking parts ahead, in this? Go ahead, Tasha. Oh, no, I was just going to say, because, you know, there are three stories going on simultaneously. Um, how challenging was it uh, when it came to, you know, producing it and uh, directing and et cetera, et cetera? Um, well, uh, it was weird because we had to try to make everything time out. So we had this mm-hmm. huge rehearsal. We had a few rehearsals, um, on the property on, uh, uh, that we were going to be shooting. And the thing is, is that it is concurrent. So 
you have these three separate areas all going on at the same time. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. just total pandemonium, and that was a rehearsal. I can imagine. And then we would break it down. But we were trying to see, okay, if we really did this real time, would you be able to make it over to this next table? Like, how does that really time out? And so yeah. it was – It, it was. <laughs> like a three-ring circus, basically. Yes, it was a total three-ring circus. It was insane. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. Everyone's talking at the same time. You know, in mm-hmm. film and in stage, when even someone's in the background, it's only the foreground that's talking. But in these rehearsals, mm-hmm. where everyone's talking, and it's all right. real time. But we, we managed to figure out how to do it to make it work. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't figure it out. Josh figured it out. He He was the mastermind behind bringing it into the onto uh, the screen mm-hmm. so uh, and he had like three different mock-ups of what he was working with to make it happen and it oh, was wow. it was really challenging it was it I was a, a total brain exercise for mm-hmm. him and um it's one of the reasons why he took it on because he thought it would be really challenging all right well, well how, did, how did you just come up with with the idea to, to use a garage sale as the you know. Well, I, I, like 20 or more years ago, my friend Katie Mitchell and I had a garage sale together, and I was married, and she had her boyfriend, and so we did this communal garage sale. And mm-hmm. so many things happened at that garage sale that afterwards I thought this would make a really good short film. But that was 20-some-odd years ago, and I didn't have money to do that, and things were too expensive. And then as time went on, um, I I no longer was with that husband, but I had a new man in my life who I'm still with mm-hmm. and now married to. Mm-hmm. His name is Richard Gutenberg, and Richard loved garage sales. And so mm-hmm. we had a garage sale almost every year. We've been together 13 years. So mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it's <laughs> all this new material. <laughs> and then I was remembering other garage sales I had in my past, and then things became less and less expensive to produce yourself. And then about three years ago, I thought, you know what? I'm in this acting class. There's so many great people in this acting class. I want to work with my friends. I want to write something. And I spitballed with uh, my friends, um, Laura Evans and Drew Evans, and we spitballed. And uh, Drew, actually, I should say, um, his stage name is not Drew. It is, oh, my God, <laughs> Stage name. <laughs> it, it's Evan Ford. Evans Ford plays David. Uh-huh. So I okay. was spitballing with Evans Ford and um, Laura Evans, and Laura was our photographer, and she did a bunch of stuff for this. Uh, and uh, we just spot, started spitballing, and like, what does this look like? And and we spitballed sort of this outline of funny things, and then I thought, you know what, I'm going to write it. And then we had talked about. I kept having this image of, of like Blake Edwards, how he would have stuff in the foreground happen, but then really funny stuff happened in the background. And mm-hmm. I said, wouldn't it be great to like be able to push a button and like go see what was going on in that scene? Yeah. And they said, yeah. And I said, yeah. we could probably find someone to do that, right? Can't we do that? So then I thought of like these funny moments that you could sort of punch into and like to mm-hmm. make it interactive. And then at that point I realized there's no way I can direct this. And I talked to Josh, and then Josh said, no, you should really write three full stories at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so people could interact at any point they wanted to. And then I 
trashed and burned. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs>
almost entirely political because I find that mm-hmm. Twitter is just absolutely great for politics and articles. It it's the fastest yeah. way to know exactly what's going on. And, um, and then I put a little bit of comedy in there. But, you know, on Facebook, I don't know, I feel like I get more promotion on Facebook because it's more, it's more in-depth, mm-hmm. you know, and they can mm-hmm. say more. And, and you can have, like, you know, I have a whole page for two of my books and one of my, and the movie. They have their own page. So they just sit there and generate, you know, likes mm-hmm. and interest on their own. I don't have to do anything, unlike mm-hmm. Twitter where you kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's interesting. Well, I have a response from Facebook, not Twitter. And no matter how much I put out there on Twitter, I have, I got more because, but my, I just started a a normal Facebook page or a fan Facebook page, but most of my, my normal Facebook page is just friends. And so my Mm -hmm. friends were really interested and that's where I generated most of the interest. Right. Right. And they're all listening Yeah, that's that's been my experience. My experience yeah. has been that Facebook people are more willing to read and willing to look at Twitter. All they're going to see is like, hey, check out this review or something. And they're yes, going to get yeah. a link. It's so easy to mm-hmm. ignore. But on Facebook, you can write yeah. at length about what it is and how deeply moved you were by the critic who appreciated your talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Allison, you had a question for, um, in, in, you know, in case you weren't able to call in. We were going to ask yeah. Molly a question. Okay, go ahead. Do you remember what your question was? I vaguely remember, you but want, you have it, don't you? You asked it. I, somewhere on my mind. The whole point of it, minute, the whole point of it was to take her by surprise and shock her. That was the point. It wasn't for me to, like, to cue it up. Now it's not funny. No, we're putting it on you now. You were supposed to blindside her. Uh, well, we, you know you know how things go. We, we, we Listen, I, I, I... Pretend you didn't hear that, Molly. Just pretend. Okay. So what was the question? So you Molly, down, right? quote, a quote. Pa, Molly, two-part question. Did Bud Byer, is it Bayer? Byer? Byer. Ever try, Byer. ever try to seduce you? Now, wait, wait, seduce wasn't the first choice of words that Allison <laughs> selected. <laughs> Allison. Did, did Bird, Bird, Bud Byer Bud ever Byer. try to seduce you? And if not, what are you, Chapaliva? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't study with him. I know you didn't. I just oh, thought okay. it was funny no, that he slept with. I had nothing to do with him. Neither did I. Neither I, did I. It, just because I wanted someone I could look in the face. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You know, he must be living in – he's still alive, isn't he? And I think he must be living in absolute fear because he mm. was transgressing at such a high level so constantly for so many years. And even though he's probably 80 now, it doesn't matter, man. They, You know, they're just going after my high school teacher from Everybody. Evanston. Yeah. My high school teacher from Evanston has just been destroyed. And he's really? 77. He was one of the best yeah. teachers I ever had in my life. He just wanted mm-hmm. to retire. And now these grown men are saying that, like, 38 years ago, he, like, pinched them on the dick. I mean, not molested, oh, yeah. not had sex with them, but, like, right. said inappropriate things, created a locker room environment of dirty jokes. On the New York school trip, he'd invite you to a porn movie if you wanted to go. We were 17. And and yeah. and on Facebook they're referring to us as the children, children seeing pornography. Oh. I'm like, are you insane? Like twelve year olds <laughs> are watching on their phone. Like it's this pack mentality of righteous victimization. It's driving me insane. By the way, I don't mean to minimize the real brutes, but in a no, weird no. way, I think. And no, yeah, and, I think, and, and yeah. that's actually not what I meant. I didn't know any of Bud's uh, 
proclivities. Bud has a had a wandering eye, literally. Uh, oh, I know you meant wandered. that. I know. You, I knew that's what you meant. Uh, and I thought that was. I thought. I, and I thought. I, I, I can't study with a guy. I, I don't know what I to look at, and that's not horrible, <laughs> but it was true. <laughs> you would have you would have hated Jean Paul Sartre. He had one too. Yeah, well, I didn't. Uh, he had a walleye. Hey, walleye. Oh God, that. <laughs> no, but but he was he was very was politically a, was, incorrect was, now. He was notorious for sleeping with students, and it went on for years. He would explain to them that he couldn't possibly know them as an artist. He couldn't really know them as an artist. Did he get in sleep with them? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he embedded he a lot. I mean, I, I knew later on while I was in school that was happening, but not when I was a freshman. Right, right. And mm. I'm very grateful. I went to Northwestern, obviously, and Allison did too, and um, I'm really grateful that there's two professors that I threw myself at I mean through myself because I'm I'm uh I, I I'm a child of abuse myself and so I was really hypersexualized and I threw myself <laughs> at these two professors and they both turned me down and I'm really grateful they did because that would have been awful right. not because Amen. they were noble yeah. they were just they were just gay they weren't noble <laughs> well one was gay the other was that, noble well, that's nice <laughs> I remember I had a professor at Northwestern who probably he looked a hundred. He was probably, you know, sixty-eight and fat, alcoholic, big belly. This looked like Henry Miller in, at the end of his life, and this raspy voice. And he was one of the greatest teachers I ever had in English. He was hilarious and brilliant, always drunk, and he was living with an eighteen-year-old freshman. He wow. would board. He'd board people at his house and then seduce them. And you know, yeah. everyone knew. And you know, she was eighteen. I guess you know, hey. But it was the seventies. It was a different vibe completely. Yeah. Free love but, and all of yeah. that. But, yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Allison, you know, um, I'm gonna ask Molly a question because I'm really, really interested in this. Where did you get all of the stuff for the garage sale? <gasps> oh all of that stuff. Well, Where did it come from? Um, our art director. Uh, Carrie Fernsworth Fusel, she, uh, we rented a, a storage unit and she started collecting stuff. And at the same time, Carrie was purging, Josh was purging, and I was purging. So we were purging our own crap and take in and um, and you know Carrie picked it up and put it in this storage unit. And Carrie was really purging and she was putting stuff there. And then there were a few there were a few props we absolutely needed, like the colander, and there was something oh, else that got that referred great. to. And so we had to find that stuff or buy it. But um, most everything came from our houses, and then Carrie just searched for stuff and just took stuff. And then we put out a call to all the cast members I'm saying that – sorry? Hello? 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 Hello. Hello. Hi, Molly. Can you hear? Did something yeah. happen? Hello? Molly? It sounded, it sounded like there was a party call. Um, oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> and, um, and we have like 25 speaking parts in this film. So all these actors, we ask them, if you want to get rid of stuff, let us know. We'll pick it up. We'll come and pick it up. And uh, if we, as me being very generous with myself. Did you I end up having an actual sale? Me. No, but people did come by wanting to buy stuff. Because they thought yeah, it was you should have just struck it. What a great way to strike your set! Yeah. You just sell it, make back half your budget. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
seriously. <laughs> By then, people were like, I don't want to have to look at another person. So what we we took it to um, Salvation uh, Army. We made a deal. No, that was a Salvation Army. It was like the Jewish ladies, blah, 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 in the valley. I forget where, who took it all. But, yeah. Oh, no wonder they're big... selling stacks and stacks of old headshots. <laughs> but that's well, Allison, not, stay with us if you can. We have another caller. We have another okay. caller coming in. I can do it for um, a minute. I think it might be Mandy. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Hi. 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 On the air. Excellent. Hello. I'm so excited. This is my yes. Can you guys hear me? Yes. 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 Hello. Okay. Hi, good. Mandy. Good. I, this is my first experience with something like this. It's a pleasure to meet you, Jane and Tasha. Oh, <laughs> it's a pleasure God. to meet you, Thank Tim, God. Andy. And Allison Burnett is on the phone. He, he uh, went to uh, college with uh, Well, actually, I went, to college, I went to college before Molly and That's then right. met her and then met her when I came back. She doesn't oh, remember. I, I, I just stalked her for like five or ten minutes in the cafeteria. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, she was a freshman when I came, and I, I would have been a senior, but I graduated early, and then I came back because I had a play performed, and I was standing in the cafeteria, and I saw her talking to some people, and I just was kind of blown. She kind of blew my mind. And literally, <laughs> I literally never met her again until we were casting Katie's mother, and her name was on a list, and I said she'd be perfect. Isn't that weird? Oh, and I, saw her, and I saw her work. I saw her work, but I never met her, ever. Right. Yeah. But this doesn't have much to do with no. Mandy. No. <laughs> with Mandy. So, Mandy, <laughs> so okay. Mandy how do you Rebecca. know Molly? How, how did you, how, did uh, you, how met, were you cast? And, and uh, by the way, you were my I favorite character. In, oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I, I, I had a wonderful time working on it. I felt very, very fortunate that Molly gave me that opportunity. Molly and I met in our acting class. That, I don't know, it's been a few years now. It seems like she's been there as long as me, but I know she hasn't. Um, and so we just started working together and became friends with, in class. And then she brought this, you know, project that she started to to work on, and then and, and asked me and my husband uh, to read it. And I think that Molly was debating if, uh, as to whether or not she was going to be able to be in it. And then Sully came up and she was shooting that. So she could not be in it. I think originally she'd asked if I wanted her. Then when she, because I think Molly wanted to play Rebecca, which I can understand why. Um, mm-hmm. When she gave me the opportunity to pick and I said, well, I would love to play uh this woman who's falling apart and can't let go of anything. So wonderful job, too. Thank you. And, and the and the other way that I got the part was I offered our our house as the oh, that's, that's our, your house. Uh, house. And I now live next. Uh, we live. That, that is, was our that house. That is not so, you know. why she got the part. <laughs> I mean, yes, thank God that she lives you know, in her home. But you that's, do what you that's can. not why she got the part. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Mandy yeah, and I but, talked about, like, there's these two characters that we both could seemingly kind of play, and I didn't know which one. I'm like, do you want to play Marin or do you want to play Rebecca? And and uh, she made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think so. I can't imagine who else could have played Rebecca. Anybody? I really can't. Yeah. When you hit yeah, in the van and were covering yourself with... Oh, somebody got dropped. Who got dropped? 
Uh-oh. Andy's still here. I'm still here. Can you hear oh, me? Andy? I think, uh, I think Mandy go? got. No, Allison's here. Who got dropped? Um, can you hear Mandy? Somebody's dropped. Yeah. No. Mandy. Oh. I think we. I think we. Yeah. Mandy. I'm here. Can you guys not hear? Me? Are you here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe Allison hello? got dropped. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Mandy. It's Mandy. It's Mandy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Allison got dropped. <laughs> Maybe he went to watch the film. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I I better watch this film. (laughs) I better watch this. (laughs) Yeah, but when you when you hid in the van and covered yourself with all of the all of the you know your your things, that was hilarious. It was sad and it was great. Really well, well, well acted. Well, it was it was super fun, you know, in a sadistic way. Um, it's fun to get so involved in something that you kind of just go there and bury yourself. And my friend, um, you know, Tommy Burr, who played my husband, Nathan, he and I have known for many great. years. And it's always, it's so wonderful. We've done so many scenes together where we've been husband and wife. So it's like he's my second husband. But um, <laughs> it's just so nice to have somebody that you could trust. So fully, along with, of course, you know, Josh is the director, trusted us, and Molly trusted us. And so it was just one of those unique opportunities where you just felt so free and alive to just live it out and see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many yeah, days did it take to film? <laughs> oh, pardon? Four? <laughs> what was it, Molly? Oh, it was four on Mandy's property. So the the entire garage sale happened in four days. And then we had another day where we did the driving shot and the interior of the truck and like the early morning in bed with Marin and David and um and the the uh, and uh that that like a pickup kitchen shot scene of, with Marin and David. Yeah. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there was a pickup shot of uh of uh, Richard and Gigi or I think we just had a couple things at the house or something like that. But oh, yeah, for right. the most part oh, we right. shot most of it in four days though. That's what was incredible. Wow. Yeah, and you were lucky time. the weather held up. <laughs> well, yeah, we were really it lucky. was bloody hot. It was yeah. it was crazy. It was the first week of November, and it was it was hotter than hell. Oh or the last week of October, I can't remember, but it was it was mm-hmm. in the hundreds, and people oh were just it was inc- it was crazy. And yes, we were really oh. lucky it held because that was the year that they were saying that El, there was going to be the worst El Nino ever. And so we we thought we were fighting the clock in order to get this stuff in. Because right. mm-hmm. if we had waited at all, it would have it would have been rainy and horrible. And, and one day it did rain, and luckily it cleared up before anything really needed to be shot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any funny stories from filming? Anything out of the ordinary happen? Um, <laughs> um, it is funny that people came up and tried to buy stuff that we thought that was yeah, funny. That is funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Oh, things. Uh, I think it was funny that yeah, I didn't understand yeah. post-production, and I thought all the <laughs> that, like now what well, am I supposed to do? Funny. <laughs> oh God. Um. I don't know, Mandy. What's funny? Well, Mandy, Mandy was you know, in it. Mandy was was in also Rebecca's head, and Rebecca yeah, wasn't so having a, a good crazy. time at all. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it was my house and people, and it was like, you know, I think I went, I'm sure I, I went a little crazy. Um, I think I, I'm just now remembering the time when it did rain and I ended up like, I didn't want everybody trouncing through the mud and walking through the house. Mm. So I think we like taped <laughs> off part of the house that people could have. Like, no, nobody's allowed to come in here. It's just going to be a big mess. And, um, but it all, you know, you go, you go a little crazy because mm-hmm. I couldn't separate if I was Rebecca or Mandy or whatever, but hopefully yeah. everybody forgives me if I was uh, not nice at any point in time. <laughs> well, but, but that, that wasn't nuts. That was smart. And uh, <laughs> if, I, I, I don't think I was, I, yeah, no, it should have, we should have treated, we should have treated your house now like, Hey, it's Mandy's house. And we should have treated it like a location and had things taped off in the very beginning, you know. But sometimes Everybody when did. you're friends with people, you just yeah. you don't yeah. you don't Think do it, it as professional as one should. And 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 yeah. that's my fault. That's that awesome. It was it was it was so fantastic to be able to offer that and have. I mean, I, I just can't even imagine with the heat and everything how difficult it would have been mm-hmm. to have been someplace but, uh, other than yeah. our place oh, yeah. and you know, where we could yeah. make sure everybody was a couple and, and everything like that. And now we, you know, before I just look back longingly at my old, at my old yard and, and remember how the, the great experience that we had shooting that thing. Mm-hmm. So Mandy yeah. sold that house mm-hmm. and bought the house next door. So Mandy, <laughs> Mandy what happened there? <laughs> Every day. Well, yeah. My so did you have a yard sale before you moved? No. <laughs> I refused to have yard sales because I had yard sales when I lived in the Fairfax area, and people were insane with trying to buy stuff, and it was just like it kind of like made. I now donate all of my stuff to the council thrift shop that Molly donated everything mm. to. It's the Jewish Women's Council thrift shop. Uh, we now yeah. just donate everything. I don't have yard sales anymore because I can't handle the stress of mm-hmm. everything, you know, br- making sure that you get everything out. And I always like to have things set up, but they'll never let you set things up because they want, you know, they want to go through it first. And I just, I mean, I have right. so many horror stories of people trying to buy things for, you know, 50 cents. And you're like, that's, oh, that's yeah. like a $15 mm-hmm. thing that's brand new and you, you want it for 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't need to do that anymore. I'll just donate it. <laughs> yeah, but so we bought the house. It's a strange story, but basically my husband and I had lived in this house on this sweet little street for 10 years. My husband and his uncle remodeled the house, and it was lovely. And then our next-door neighbor passed away, and her house has been happening around here is a lot of they'll – they'll tear down the little houses and build – huge, you know, giant 4,000 square foot houses on the lot. So we, we decided instead of risking having a ginormous house looking over us that we just sold our house and we bought the little house and now we will spend the next few years living in it and remodeling it, but not making it something. Yeah. So it fits in with the neighborhood. That's nice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I had a question. Um, was there any improvisation, or was it totally scripted? Because some of the like the descriptions of the items, and especially Mandy, when you were describing the colander and the oh no, that that was one hundred percent scripted. 
Yeah, everything was, was scripted. And Molly, wow. Yeah, because we because everything needed to line up, you know, with the timelines and everything. There was no yeah. room yeah. to improvise because then you got to do it every time, you know, because it's like That's a play right. where yeah. things happen at these dominoes, and if you don't, if you mess up your domino, you're going to affect all these other people and what they're doing. So oh, okay. no, it was. Okay. It was trying to breathe life into the lines, you know, new every single time. But no, mm-hmm. Molly, Molly wrote that little speech about the colander. <laughs> she <laughs> she said that. Like I was going to blow a vein in my neck every time I say it. But. <laughs> <laughs> and the thank you it's notes. That was another classic. The thank you notes. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. I need yeah. them. I need them. Oh, I need them. When will you ever use them? <laughs> I, but that's such a testimony to the acting because yes. if people think it's improvised, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that's good writing. That means it's really good acting, yeah. you know. And and because and I'm telling you, everyone on that set was just so damn. I mean, and and one of the people uh, who was cast at the last minute um, was Eve Gordon, and she did this huge favor for me for stepping in, and she stepped in like two days before we started shooting. And she knocked it out of the park. Yeah, she's great. She plays mm-hmm. Marin. Yeah. And she's and and I'm just so grateful to her. So, you know, yeah, there's a ton of people in my acting class, but then there are people who are not in my acting class that came in and just were just amazing. And David, I'm mean, the guy who plays David, who's Evans mm-hmm. Ford. You know, it's just, I mean, that that whole relationship between that couple is just really heartbreaking. It's intense. Yeah. I think. Well, it really I mean, was intense. And they. And, and they just do a beautiful, beautiful job. I just, I lucked out all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, and with them it's got to be, it had to have been kind of more difficult in a way because we all, everybody from acting class, we all know each other. We had built-in relationships. We knew each other. And they not only came into this environment where they don't know any, anybody and they're kind of an outsider, but then to have to gener- you know, create this relationship between the two of them, it was pretty remarkable. They were, you know, what a great job they did with that because it was a, I mean, it's always a challenge, but it's even more of a challenge when you walk onto a set where 90% of the people know each other. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Could you just give us, give the viewers just a little summary of each character, like couple and the actors who portrayed them? Because each one was just so remarkable. I mean, you know. I'd love to. Um, Can I say one quick thing that Molly has not said it has not been said yet i don't think because i was listening to you guys before this movie is free to watch anybody can watch it for free oh, it doesn't definitely. cost yeah, anything it's it's available for everybody at any moment and they can just stream it for free <laughs> so that's thank you that mandy out. that's true <laughs> i know we, we forget we always take that for granted that it's free yeah. and it's something you know i mean not that five dollars or nine dollars or whatever i think the movie would be worth that but it's just like Oh my gosh! And you don't have to pay a thing, and you can watch this awesome film. Quality film, yeah. And then when you it's go to the, the the garage sale movie dot com, right? The garage. Yeah, yeah, the garage sale movie dot com. Okay, that's where and you watch the movie, people. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, check it so out. So the first couple, the, the couple that hosts the garage sale, is Marin and David. And they are played by Eve Gordon and Evans Ford. And it's their home that um, the garage sale happens. And so they're responsible for 
starting the whole thing and you know and they're already getting knocks on the doors at like 5:30 in the morning to asking for a preview <laughs> and i i want to i and i don't know how to describe these characters without giving things away but uh, evan uh plays david who's a very free spirit and um marin is a little more buttoned up and mm. is just a little tired of david's free spirit that's how I'll set that up. Yeah. But they're a long, long-time couple, and uh, they've been together for a really long time, and uh, they're hosting the garage sale. And um, uh, Marin's best friend, at least at one point in time, <laughs> was Rebecca. And that's who Mandy Aww. plays. Mandy Levin plays Rebecca. And then um, Tommy Burr plays Nathan, who is Rebecca's husband. Mm-hmm. And he's great. He's so oh, so great, and they are so great together. And mm-hmm. they are coming to the garage sale to sell a ton of stuff that Nathan has very much wanted to get rid of because it's a lot of Rebecca's things. And they have so much to get rid of that they have to come in a big moving van. They've hired a big <laughs> U-Haul with all this stuff that needs to be sold. And Rebecca has convinced herself that, you know what, this is good. This is going to work. It's going to happen. Uh, yes, I'm ready to get rid of this stuff. And as the day goes on, it just gets increasingly more difficult for her to let go <laughs> yeah. of these things. Yeah. And it, 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 and then you see the real love that comes out between these two characters, Nathan and Rebecca, and it's really beautiful. It is. And then another really good friend is uh, Richard. Richard's uh, probably maybe better friends with David. Who knows? But uh, David and Richard and Nathan are really good friends. And um, his wife is Gigi, and Gigi's newer on the scene to being these friends. She's sort of this beautiful – she's also free spirit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she's pregnant. And um, they are coming to the garage sale because they think it's going to be fun. And um, at least Gigi thinks it's going to be really fun. And Gigi read this whole book about, you know, giving things away and, and lightening the load and, and how it's, you can start with a fresh start and how it could completely change your life. She read this feng shui book about um, – <laughs> letting stuff go and so she's very excited about it and Richard seems not to be as excited as Gigi but is very excited about making money at the garage sale and you don't really know why until later on but they've got a very interesting dynamic and there's clearly a lot of love um, between this couple too and um, there's just one moment that just kills me than what Slum does so Anselm Richardson plays Richard and Carrie Reichenbach plays Gigi and there's one moment where Gigi is in the foreground haggling with this guy about the price of a watch. And and the guy says, how much is it? And she goes, three. And he goes, three dollars? And she goes, oh, heavens no, three thousand. And, yeah. which is insane, but Richard's in the background looking at this guy, too, nodding his head up and down. Like, this is, yes, this is, it's $3,000 watch, and that's what you're going to pay. Like, they're both completely oblivious to what a garage sale really is. It's not right. just Gigi's who's oblivious. Richard is, too, and they're in it together. And watching <laughs> Slam's reaction to some of this stuff just ruins me. And I, and Carrie is just, so delightful is Gigi and I wrote it for her and 
Uh, the, the character kept changing because when I first wrote it, you know, Carrie hadn't had a baby and she wasn't pregnant. And, and we were, I was thinking about moving towards shooting. And then all of a sudden Carrie got pregnant and I went, I'll, I'll make Gigi pregnant. And then <laughs> the character, like whatever state Carrie was in, that's the, that's the state that Gigi was going to be in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it, I, anyway. I'll stop talking. And she was so organized <laughs> too. It was like she, her table oh, yeah. was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like what, a um, Carrie, um, Carrie, uh, 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 Fernsworth Fiesel, who was the mm-hmm. art director, had planned like that Gigi would switch things up every act. She would like completely change, and you didn't really get to see that that much. But every act, um, Carrie had designed it so that the Gigi character had a completely different theme for each time of the day. Mm-hmm. Like she was that involved with, uh, with art directing her own area. Um, <laughs> it's confusing because they both have Carrie for the first name. But, um, but I thought that was a, just a genius stroke of Carrie, um, for instance, Fiesel to make that. But you don't really see it in the film very much. But it's, it's very funny to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the customers were just as fascinating. Indeed. And they're all based on they're all based on somebody that we had coming to garage sales. Every one of them was. Okay. I don't think there was any character that wasn't who wasn't really made up. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's true. It's true. Well, we have about let's see about ten minutes left, um, and we have some random questions. Maybe we can get Mandy in on the random questions too. But um. Molly, real quickly, I just tell everyone where they can find the movie and your, about your social media site. Um, so they can find the movie at the www.thegaragesalemovie.com. And then they, we have a presence on Instagram, Garage Sale Movie, or just the Garage Sale. I think it's just the Garage mm-hmm. Sale. And, and then on Twitter, Garage Sale. And then on Facebook, the garage sale. So if you you put in garage sale movie on any of those things, something should pop up. Oh, and then I'm yeah. and I'm on Twitter at Molly Hagen, at Molly Hagen, and um, and then I'm on Instagram. This is where it gets confusing. At <laughs> Molly Seven Hagen, mm-hmm. Molly okay. Seven Hagen on Instagram. And then I'm on Facebook at Molly Hagen. Okay. That's, all right. Mandy, would you like to, um, you know, plug your social media site? It's very easy. I'm at Mandy Levin everywhere. Anything oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm on Twitter. I'm Mandy Levin. On Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm Mandy Levin. On Instagram, I'm Mandy Levin. <laughs> and that's yeah, Mandy Levin. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the confusing thing is my, my, uh, that's my acting name. My personal name is uh, Ada Williams on there. It gets crazy, but I yeah, left all my yeah. social media presence with just my acting name. Gotcha. All right, Jane, you want to maybe ask, you know, maybe ask a couple of random questions to both of them? Okay. Um, let me see. I'll, I'll just take the first one here. Um, okay, describe yourself in three words and then describe garage sale in three words. Oh, my God. Molly first. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> let me do garage sale first. Funny. Tragic. 
<laughs> Hopeful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, um, me. Uh, funny, tragic, hopeful. No. Um, <laughs> me. No. Um, uh, me. Uh, excited. Um, perennially youthful. Oh, good. I think that with the garage sale, and this is probably mostly from my, my paradigm as Rebecca, uh, hurt, heart, and hope. I like hope. Feeling oh, nice. nice. Good choice. Um, me personally, I, uh, Hard-working, passionate friend. Aww. Okay. Those are great. Those are great. Good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what is the best item that you've ever bought at a yard sale? Uh, well, I thought it was going to be this timer that I just – and it didn't work. <laughs> I'll take it back now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Regift it. Um, I, yeah, let me. I, I, it didn't work. I couldn't even do that. I don't know. I, let me think about that, uh, Mandy. <laughs> well, I just don't even go to garage sales anymore. But the last time I did, I bought these two awesome little lamps from a a, a, a woman who had passed away in our neighborhood. They're these little mm-hmm. like craftsman lamps. There's a there's a table lamps. Like there's one that's a medium okay. size and there's a small size those are i think i haven't bought anything at a yard sale except for those in like the last 15 or 20 years so <laughs> what about you guys oh yeah. I, I haven't thanks molly <laughs> yeah i, I, I don't know i feel like i've been to a yard sale uh, well, so I don't, I don't know. How about you, Jane? I don't, I think it was a, uh, like one of those little china teacups mm-hmm. with a saucer. Yeah. It was very antique very cute, very British, very, very British. delicate <laughs> kind of, and I never used it, but I like the, the pattern <laughs> and it was Tasha, cheap. was there any? Tasha, was there anything you saw in the garage sale, our garage sale, that you wanted? I like the colander. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I, colander. I think people like started question. asking for the colander when, when the thing was over. And, and Molly, who yeah. they're giving it to? Somebody made a deal. They wanted it. Oh, I didn't get it. Um, I, my sister wanted it. <laughs> Okay. In the movie, my sister is the woman in the wheelchair, and she really oh, wanted awesome. the colander. Oh, she bought the, she loved the colander. Oh, <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> okay, here's one. Now, and go for it. Don't don't censor yourself. Uh, your favorite curse word. Oh, well, I, I use it enough. It's it's fuck. I mean, it's I, I know that's not a great word. unique, but I use it enough. And I use it as an adjective, an adverb, <laughs> right. I, you know. A verb. Yes. 
sometimes yeah. a verb, but mostly as an adjective and an adverb. <laughs> Mandy? I'd have to say that okay. motherfucker is probably mine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. It is a great word, though. Very versatile. All right, Jane, we have maybe one more one more question. I'll do one more. Oh, okay. Um, uh, are you a hoarder or a clean freak? <laughs> I the older I get the more I find myself hoarding and I can't stand it. I, I, I've changed. Um, if you saw my room right now, it's not that I'm hoarding. It's like, I'm just not clean. It's, it's a nightmare. I was so glad this wasn't a visual experience today. Um, I, I would say the older I get, I'm more towards hoarding, but I'm fighting it every inch of my life. Mandy. Well, for me, I think my husband has made a, 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 not a clean freak out of me, but more a minimalist out of me, even though I sit in our sunroom right now that we're going to be tearing down and there's just pieces of our life everywhere and nothing is organized. <laughs> but um, also living out of boxes for, because we did, this is our, it will be our third remodel in 15 years together. And I, I realized that I don't need 90% of the things that we have. So <laughs> I usually go through stuff every year. We get rid of like a quarter. And I, that's why I don't go to yard sales anymore because I'm like, I don't want to add anything my, yeah. to our, sure. our clutter in our lives because I just have to dust it and clean it off and move it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I hate tchotchkes. So it's one more thing. You can't dust. Dusting True. takes yeah. three times True. as long as you have to like maneuver around all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't pick it out, move it. Yeah. It's a great word. Well, we have two minutes left. So, is there anything before that, that anyone English wants woman to say? Before the English woman, I mean, Mandy doesn't know about right, the English yeah. robotic woman that says two minute, two minutes until your show. Oh, she disintegrates. She welcomed me yeah. to the. She welcomed <laughs> me. Thank you for calling. Yeah, yeah. very annoying. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you for uh, letting us talk about the show. I hope I didn't piss off uh, Allison. <laughs> no, he just probably, who knows. Uh, um, and, um, but uh, I just thank you for this opportunity um, to let us talk about this because I, I think it is worthwhile and I think it is fun. And, um, and I love your guys' show and you've been really kind. You've been really oh, kind to Allison. You. You've been really kind to me. <laughs> Well, well it was, everybody it was go see the movie Garage Sale. You can see it for free. Yeah. So go watch. In the comfort of your own home, you don't even have to go yes, anywhere. Exactly, you have to go anywhere. Just <laughs> did you hear her? Ninety seconds. Oh my god! Ninety <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the countdown has begun. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the gym. The show explodes. Yeah. <laughs> But if anyone, uh, just in case, if anyone tweets you or contacts you that they missed the show, it's archived. They can watch it. Any, they can listen anytime. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the, the podcast? podcast? Or, or on yeah. Yes. They can click on the, the link that we tweeted, and they can listen okay. anytime. It's on forever. Excellent. It's up there forever. So Ooh, listen yeah. away. 
Okay. Well, thank you, Molly, so much, and, thank and thank you, Mandy, for calling in. And Allison, wherever you are, thank you. Thank you, Allison. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you. It was a pleasure meeting you too, Mandy. And Molly? Yes. It was great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And you're terrific. You're terrific. Thank you, you are. (laughs) All right. And maybe we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Have a great day. Okay. Take care, everybody. Bye, y'all. Oh, 10 seconds. We're off. Bam. Until Bye, next everybody. time, stay chatty. Bye. Bye, thank you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.